Welcome back to Entertainment Quest, everyone. It's already February. There's been a lot going on that we hope to cover throughout this month, but this episode is going to focus on the new info about the DCU. I'm joined today with Jocelyn and Tyler, who have both been here before on their separate episodes. Say hi, Hello. Guys. What's up? Hello. What's up? <laughs> Just last week, James Gunn and Peter Safran got to announce a lot of new details on the lineup and uh, on the lineup and the th everything that's coming to the DCU. So we're just going to jump into it. Um, I think a good place to start is the stuff that's already coming out this year and, and maybe next year, um, like Shazam, Flash. So let, let's just go down the line and um, let's let's just do a hype or not hype. Shazam! What are you guys feeling for that? Are you are you hyped or not so much? Uh, I mean, I liked the first Shazam. Uh, I thought you know it was uh, good humor. Uh, it didn't feel like it was trying to be a Marvel uh movie, but it did have like similar styles, I suppose. Uh, so if it's like the same director, I don't even actually know that, but um, I think that means yeah, I'd probably still uh probably still see it, yeah. Right. Yeah, well, the first one was fun. Um, I, I'm not really familiar with Shazam. Shazam is a hero, uh, and I didn't really have any feelings for him going into it. I don't know how I, it felt about the first one. It, it was fun, but I wasn't overly impressed at the same time. Um, there were some really funny parts about it, though. So I think I see the second one um, out of curiosity. Yeah, I, I I feel pretty much the same as like I, I definitely enjoyed the first one. I don't think it was like a super amazing uh, movie or superhero movie, uh, but I did have a good time with it. I felt the what I really enjoyed about it was we got to see like the Shazam family and it was a really interesting take and not just doing like the focus on um, purely Shazam, um, but doing like the whole kind of um story around like his family and being an orphan and uh, all that stuff so i i definitely probably going to watch this i don't know if i'll get to the theaters to watch it or if i'll wait um but i am interested from there we go into the flash uh which is supposed to confirm reset the dc universe um which yeah, i appreciate I... the graphic if this universe reset and just like a supernova like birth of a universe explosion going on i appreciate that yeah. <laughs> well definitely exactly exactly yeah. yeah that is exactly what i was thinking um i mean the the details that had come out about this movie were already leaning towards that having um you know a, different types of batman um making appearance apparently different types of flashes making appearance which was getting a little interesting, but it, it definitely feels like it's going to be a flashpoint to reset the universe. What do you guys feel? Um, I won't get too much into it, but we know the Ezra Miller controversy. Um, and yeah, I, know I have like already a lot it. of like feelings about this because it's simultaneously one of my you know favorite stories as someone who is a little more on the fringes of the DCU. Um, it's one of my more like favorite comics that I ever read and animation that I watched and but also kind of paired with the whole Ezra thing. Um, I'm super curious what they're going to be doing with Ezra Miller and what's going to happen after they do the universe reset. Like if they're going to keep that actor as the Flash um, with all the problematic outside stuff. 
That's well, just what I'm curious about. To quickly go over that, um, with the announcement of all the lineup and everything, um, James Gunn and Safran did talk briefly about um, okay, Ezra's um, um, potential continuation as a Flash. Um, as of right now, they're going to see what happens. They said that they've talked with Ezra, and he's uh, apparently fully committed to his recovery right now. Um, whether or not that means that they are going to continue to um, contract him for future movies is still up in the air. They just know, like, when the time comes, they'll have the conversation and figure it out. So they they aren't writing it or, like, they aren't saying one way or another that they're confirmed that they want him back or not. It sounds like they kind of do, um, that they would like to reuse him as their Flash, but they're not going to um, stick with that, especially if Ezra causes more problems down the line. Is what it sounds oh, man. like. Parmy was really hoping uh, they would give Grant Gustin a chance. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> still hopeful for that. I mean, there's there's potential in in, in different ways um, to maybe bring Grant into it. Um, I mean, we do the this set of movies is called um, DC Elseworlds, so these aren't going to be specifically attached to the new DCU. Um, besides maybe the fact that this resets the universe to set up the DCU, but that doesn't mean that we're going to get, you know, the same actors playing the same roles. Uh, I'm still not sure about the timeline because, because after Flash, we get Blue Beetle, uh, and Aquaman 2, but our first real movie of the DCU is going to be Superman. Um, but before we get all into that, Tyler, what, what do you think about The Flash? Are you, are you interested to see it? Or are you less interested? What, what do you think? Probably less interested. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of up in the air right now. Uh, I mean, James Gunn did say that he saw it already and it was like a really good movie. I'm sure that's 90% just for uh traffic and like oh i know it's the middle of the mess right now guys but it's it's still a really good movie you need to go see it uh yeah i swear very much could be yeah i did make a note of that he said it's one of the best superhero movies he's seen um which is a pretty bold statement but can definitely just be a way to kind of get people to go see it even and after everything is like please go see it yeah yeah um uh, I mean, I, I do want to see how they, like, revamp uh, the universe and stuff. Um, so I'll probably end up seeing it anyway. Whether or not I do it in theaters, uh, I don't know. We'll, just well to... unfortunately for me, it drops on my birthday, so it might be something we do. <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah, see, no we'll see. Yeah. Um, so from there, like I said, we go into Blue Beetle, which we haven't really heard a whole lot about um i wasn't completely aware it was a movie that was already like in production or, or being made i know james like dropped a um um a movie poster for it but uh i i have no idea that it was like basically set and ready to go as as a movie so yeah i had no idea either i I'm personally pretty interested in Blue Beetle lore ever since Young Justice uh, touched on it, and it sounds like we are getting more of the 
uh, Sammy Reyes Blue Beetle, which I know, Jocelyn, you probably don't know. There, there was a previous Blue Beetle back, I think, in the 80s, um, and he was uh, a, like, scientist guy who had this um, Blue Beetle kind of super backpack thing. Um, yeah. But we find out in this more modern take that it's alien technology um, that kind of activates when it's bonded to uh to a host and sammy reyes is a uh is someone who was able to tap further into the blue beetles um kind of abilities and stuff so there's a lot of like potential for a really cool interesting science fiction take on this yeah yeah, and I always kind of, I knew the Blue Beetle just from vague readings um, that he was, tend to be Latino. Um, I remember that. Um, and I remember it being alien tech. I didn't remember the other thing you said prior to that. But I remember it being like this alien thing that he could just like activate and it just like turned him into Blue Beetle. And that was kind of that. Um, yeah. That's definitely more than the modern um, version okay. that we've seen Um used more frequently like young justice um took that blue beetle but there's a there's an older one yeah um so yeah yeah, personally i'm I'm just willing yeah i'm I'm looking for a trailer and and from there i'll kind of decide whether or not i think it's something i'm super interested in um tyler uh yeah i mean uh i was pretty surprised when i saw that too the uh blue beetle i don't remember that being announced uh i mean maybe it was uh but i I do feel like it's kind of out of the blue i i I do like the blue beetle and stuff but he's always been with (laughs) yeah uh i feel like he's always uh as far as i've known him uh like from yeah young justice and um you know he's had cameo appearances elsewhere too um so you know he should have a uh, a standalone movie, but I feel like usually that comes after he's been introduced in in the uh, uh, theaters by himself or with other people. I don't know. He's he's one of those. I get uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's not as big as like Batman or or Superman, where you could kind of do a a pre-established yeah. standalone movie. Everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. I but, definitely get that, and I. I think yeah, I I like I'm crossing my fingers. James Gunn did say that it's disconnected, but he could be interested in bringing the Blue Beetle into the into the modern DCU. Um, I guess that depends on uh, people's reception of the movie overall. So, I mean, there it, it'll be interesting to see kind of how it plays out. Um, Again, I, I'm just I need to see a trailer to know like exactly what we're getting out of this. But I, I think yeah, if we're if we're talking about like unique characters that you know just straight out the gate deserve a movie and stuff, um, we'll get to it. But the Authority <laughs> is a movie, and uh, I mean, you and I, Tyler, we don't know who the fuck these people are. So yeah, yeah um, I'm like, I don't know who these people are, and then you guys, who I see like way more deep into like dcu don't know who they are so i'm like super like intrigued now i'm like what yeah. is this like what kind of deep cut stuff is this yeah and it's you know it's it's the benefit of having james gunn helm um a lot of these projects and 
yeah green light a lot of these things because we we will be getting a bunch of just like lesser known characters brought um to live into action yeah into the spotlight that that's the perfect way of saying it so um i'm just hoping because yeah apparently blue beetle's not part of the dcu and i don't know who's seen it or who's in charge of it so it's it's more of like i want it to be great but i don't know <laughs> it'll do um from there we go into the last one for the elseworld movies in aquaman 2 now i, I feel like this was supposed to come out this year last year two years ago <laughs> <laughs> It feels like it's it's been delayed several times. Um, I know the Amber Heard situation definitely put it in an awkward spot, and I think they delayed it for some of the the issues surrounding the trial and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I thought knew... we had like a second one. Like, am, am I confused here? Like, I thought we had an Aquaman. An Aquaman too? No. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm just thinking like I've seen them <laughs> in the other movies. My brain's like, yeah. He's had Maybe you've traveled movie. to a different multiverse and uh, <laughs> yeah, just went to the future, watched it, came back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I won't tell. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are, our first appearance with him was um, was Justice League, um, and he was he was a pretty big character in that. I mean, uh, all the characters got a lot of a good amount of screen time, um, but then Aquaman one was was his. Uh, was his only standalone movie with himself. So yeah, I'm not I'm not too familiar with the Aquaman 2 plot anymore. Um what's going on with it. Um I know Amber Heard is still is still Mira. I'm I'm like ninety percent sure. I know a lot of people were trying to recast her and like um she must have the other contracts numbers, but... and all that. Like they'd have to have a really good reason to break contract. Unfortunately how those are written yeah, and I mean with the with the movie, the I'm pretty them. sure was like done by that point or in post production by the time the the trial went down. So it's like we can't reshoot like eighty percent of the movie uh, with a different person. It's just going to cost them too much. But personally, I I'm not I'm not that interested. I the first movie didn't grab me, um, and like Jason Momoa is a is a cool actor and i love his energy and i love what he brought to yeah he's charming yeah um, i'd watch that man in almost anything right uh, honestly but I, overall just the the movie itself didn't didn't like it, it's not sticking in my head as much as other movies do for better or worse like it's just kind of there um i had to sit there and think about like oh god what was who's he fighting was it was it black manta no 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 he was fighting um oh god it's half but i had to sit there and actually think about yeah the well he did that movie. yeah exactly like <laughs> they just totally run off black manta and so i wonder if they're gonna bring him back um, i think there was and... talk about black Hopefully, manta maybe. being more of a focus for this one but i again that it's been so long now <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> i i can't keep it straight um, yeah, I mean that movie came out in what twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, something like that. So, so it's been like a hundred million years. Yeah, too long <laughs> in our in our heads, basically. Uh, the world is a different place. I did like the original Aquaman, though. Uh, I, the director James Wan, I'm sure he's coming back. Uh, I think he he he, he took it in a good direction. Uh, but the movie just suffered from bad writing. Um, 
So I, I can only hope with uh, James Gunn. Well, no, this is before James Gunn's era, yeah. but um, I can only hope that you know they're not sticking to the old formula and they were trying to take it in a new, better direction. Since this is like, I don't know, maybe the turning point around the time that uh, you know things are really changing. I, I, I have, I, I want to have hope, you know. Yeah, I get that. I definitely. The do. graphics I, were wonky. I remember that. The the bubble stuff. Special effects. They would, yeah, uh, so there was like water and the, yeah. <laughs> to talk. It was Bruh. it was interesting, and obviously we're talking about DC, but I just watched um, Wakanda Forever last night, and yeah, you know, they got their underwater villain, and they there was some interesting um, choices on what they did compared <laughs> to what DC did for Aquaman. That I was like, huh, I can't help but compare the two. And I, I wouldn't say one did extremely better than the other, but I do think Just I like different. what Marvel did a little more because it felt more natural and realistic in certain scenes. Well, because they had the people actually be underwater yeah, and shots into full... that with them underwater. Yeah. yeah it wasn't fully like, CGI. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, all right. That's that's at least the um, the Elseworld movies or the pre-DCU movies. um that are that are slated to still come out we do have um batman part two which i guess it officially makes it a trilogy i didn't hear confirmation that it was officially a trilogy but I, it's part two and that's coming out october 3rd 2025 um similar to or the same year as the superman movie which is pretty interesting um, right. But though that's going to be standalone, like Matt Reeves Batman is its own universe, its own thing. Um, I mean, are you guys excited for the for the sequel? Did I know? Definitely. I think I definitely am. I really enjoyed that first one more than I thought I would with uh, Robert Pattinson. You know, <laughs> and I, I yeah, actually had a lot of fun, and it was probably well, some of the more smarter writing that I've seen come out of DCU. Um, yeah, in his blood. I mean, he was a vampire before, and now he's. He can't escape. Exactly. He's just, he's just a vampire, and he's just like, yeah, I want to be Batman now. Bella's off somewhere. I don't know. Maybe she died. Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, the Batman, the first one, it was like super, like great in terms of the direction that they took it. You know, it wasn't your typical it was like a 180 from the bat flick that we had uh where it was yeah. just punching people in the face and being uh, edgy and aggressive murder hope uh, yeah <laughs> uh, this is like smart batman fucking you know world's greatest detective and you know he's, yeah and also he's, the inner struggle of being batman that was like and the villains know, you, you, too it was like you didn't even have to dive into it you could just tell that he was like it was, it was really wild. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I mean, the was... relationship between him and um and Alfred was was something that I think helped bring that that aspect um a lot more because you know he's he's like you're not my father, but you know, <laughs> he kind of is. So, you're not my dad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it. I'm definitely excited to to see part two. Um, no idea where where we're going with that. Um. The first one, the first one was year two Batman, so it was after a year of him being a Batman. Um, he was a little more established. I don't know if we're gonna have a major uh, time skip on that, or if it's gonna be like the the next following year. 
I don't know if I should read in too much that it's coming out in October and maybe we're going to get like a long Halloween part two kind of like um, addition. Because um, I, I know the this first Batman was kind of taking long Halloween um, vibes from it uh, or inspiration from the comic book, um, but definitely took liberties of like what uh, villain was focused and, you know, leaving certain ones out and everything. So it's it's definitely one that i'm hyped for as well um on top of that we got todd phillips joker uh which is another dc else world the second one apparently has started filming um based on lady gaga's like working schedule or some shit uh people have um been able to i guess deduce that it's starting production already um I, I, you know, it just, I'm just curious. How do you guys feel about Lady Gaga being um, like Harley Quinn for this? Movie? Oh, so that I'm asking. What does she have to do with it? Uh, yeah, okay, I was I wondering if it was not, more like her music or if it was like her being Harley. Um, I don't know. She's shown some acting chops. Like it's not just you know out of left field um, casting. And I feel like that's you know stopping some real criticism. Is like okay, she's shown. That she has some of the capability to act. Um, yeah, and I, I think never it's saw going to be what, interesting. what was that movie with Bradley Cooper that she was in? Um, oh man. I, 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 I never got to singers, see it. So. Um, oh man. Yeah. It wasn't well, really up my alley, so I didn't really watch it, but I heard it got like raving. So yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know, I feel just so attached to Margot Robbie. This is kind of sad. I am you know? too, but I think she's going to remain our DCU uh, Harley Quinn. Like, I, I, this is, you know, a different universe, and I don't think... I mean, some people may end up really liking Lady Gaga, and maybe she'll find her way into the into the um, DCU, but I know James Gunn and Margot Robbie have, a, have like, a strong friendship and everything, and yeah. she hasn't said that she wants out yet. I I doubt James would be like, hey, let's let's find new blood here. Um, yeah, yeah, it kind of makes you wonder, like behind the scenes, what brought on that decision of like, you know what? Yeah, Margot, you've been playing this, but actually, you know, we're gonna bring in, you know, someone else, Lady Gaga. You know, it kind of makes you wonder. I think it's it's probably just a Todd's Philip Todd Phillips kind of thing. Like he he wants a very specific. Um, I mean, like, uh, Walking Phoenix's Joker is so unique, yeah, yeah, that it's it's like, oh, we, we want someone who is also super unique in the role of Harley Quinn. It might be that. just a different take. Yeah. With, uh, similar uh, origins or backgrounds. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, it should be pretty cool, I think. Um you know, because the Joker was its own thing, and it, it was like a new take of uh, of Joker um, that we haven't really seen before, uh, and it actually turned out pretty good. I think Joaquin Phoenix made a, a really good uh, Joker oh, yeah. um, for the role. So, uh, if uh, well, in terms of Lady Gaga's acting, it's less important to me, uh, like whether she fits. I mean, she looks like she could play uh, Harley Quinn. Um, oh yeah, but um, you know, it's. I would just have to see. 
I, I want a trailer. I just want a freaking trailer, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I want to. It comes out see. next year. Give me a damn trailer. Right. Um, yeah. Supposedly, um, there's going to be uh, at least one musical number or, or talk of musicality in it. So I think with that, obviously, Lady Gaga is a smart person to go to. To, to kind of yeah, I felt this weird like immediate like recoil when I heard oh it's gonna be like one musical. I'm like oh, like I was <laughs> like I, I cringe musical. immediately when there's like and <laughs> hey, we're gonna break down the song. I'm like oh god no, god no, please. Right. No. I, yeah, it, it's kind of interesting though because uh, I we well we, it's a mutual friend of ours, but um he sent me a a, a song that was kind of like a Batman musical. Um, that Joker was singing, and it, it's very haunting, very creepy, and and works so well that you you wouldn't think like oh musical and you know Joker or you know like Batman stuff. Um, Are you talking about uh, at the end of uh, the Arkham City when Joker was sing- singing singing? Uh... Yeah, it was something else. I'll, I'll send it to you after this. Uh, it, it would be pretty hard to to look up at this moment, but. Yeah. Because Mark um, Hamill sings at the end of. Uh, uh, you're right. I I don't know why I forget that, but that that also is extremely haunting. <laughs> yeah, I think he sings only you. Like only. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now this is a completely original like song, and it's oh. it's still just like amazing. Like I, I guess you can say that it makes sense because he's you know the clown prince of crime musicals cl- clowning. Yeah, I mean. It fits. Yeah. It fits. <laughs> but All still right. won't make me stop cringing when I hear musical, and I'm like, oh god. It's okay. It's okay, Questers. She's not anti-musical. She's just uncultured. It's fine. It's just a context. <laughs> I'm going into like something, not expecting it to be a musical. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh god, there's a musical piece. It's just yeah. like this weird secondhand embarrassment, and I I can't explain it why like why that happened. I get that. Well, all right. So, so that's pretty much the conclusion. I mean, I guess Teen Titans Go will also remain um, running, and that'll be Elseworld as well. Um, but to kind of um, move forward, we're going. Uh, so the announcement, then this is their eight to ten year plan. Chapter one: Gods and Monsters is what this is going to be. Now, he he definitely mentioned that this wasn't everything for this eight to ten year it's just all the stuff that is confirmed that they are definitely greenlit to to be working on um so we might see more in this eight to ten years and it's it's um they are trying to release two movies and two hbo max series per year so we're gonna get a lot every year for for this eight to ten year plan um to start out with which i think is pretty cool um and he james gunn in the interview also talked about how um everything from live action movies animation and video games are going to be interconnected in the dcu how do you guys feel about that? Do you think that's, that's... interesting? And video games, and they're yeah. going to coordinate all of this. That's that's their goal. That's the that's that's so interesting to me. Probably that's new video it. games and not like ones oh, yeah. of the past. And... 
Like, I yeah, I I have no idea. We we still haven't gotten the Rocksteady Suicide Squad yet. Um, and then obviously the Arkham series definitely has its own story that it's gone through. Um, so I yeah, we're, we're it's probably going to be any future games that get announced or or um or that we hear about from here on out. But I I don't know about the Suicide Squad one. Uh, that that might potentially find its way in depending um to that vein we don't know we well it seems like peacemaker is is definitely connected to the dcu but i don't know um, i'm surprised if they didn't you know if one of their best performing one of their top performing shows i'd be really surprised if they didn't try to keep it somehow involved yeah but i also don't know whether or not um james gunn's suicide squad is a hundred percent connected or confirmed uh to be part of the dcu or if that's going to kind of take a back seat maybe not revisited um because i i guess i'll skip uh the the first one that he mentioned and we'll hop in straight to waller because this fits um with what we're talking about waller's going to be a live action tv show viola davis is still going to play waller which i think is amazing she is phenomenal as that character yeah uh, but yeah, she's I was gonna... glad to hear that. Yeah, it, it's just I, yeah, like as soon as she, I saw like she her, is Waller, you know, yeah, that, that is Waller. Exactly. Um, and she's going to team up with Peacemaker members. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure which members or I, I'm, I'm going to out myself. I have not seen Peacemaker. <laughs> I, I also I'm... out myself. I have not also seen peacemaker <laughs> i will also help myself i've seen one episode of peacemaker and i will never see it again <laughs> okay so yeah. why is that can oh you like kind of see why that happened? <laughs> everything i like about amanda waller they kind of threw out the window and even in that first or was it who episode? really yeah um they humanized her like but like oh. in a weird way right no because like she's she's supposed to be a monster but a monster that loves her country and will do fucking anything for her country mm-hmm. but they kind of are like i don't i don't want to spoil anything too much for people who haven't seen the show but it, it's just they gave her like a family and uh it's like a, a side of amanda waller that i don't really care for like everything that makes amanda waller just kind of gets deconstructed there uh, but for I the can worst. get that. Yeah, yeah. I, I she always. I mean, you and I are in the same boat here, Tyler. Where we we grew up watching the animated Justice League uh, and Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, no she, fear. Like Batman would stare at her in the face, and she would not give a fuck. Yeah, and she. I, she... And... <laughs> yeah, that's what makes her like impervious to villains and everyone like. Yeah, exactly. She has and... nothing for you to like get at her about you know and so far viola davis has played that perfectly i think uh yeah. before peacemaker like you know that was you know still uh and uh the amanda waller that we've seen before in the past and i don't know maybe it does get better in peacemaker um i i think one of our friends has seen the whole thing maybe you can tell us but uh <laughs> i don't know um it just wasn't my my cup of tea there so hearing that she's gonna partner up with some peacemaker People, I thought that whole show was just really over the top and and weird and all the bad ways. Um, <laughs> Which is not, not 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 the weird that I love from James Gunn, like in the Guardians of the Galaxy series, but weird and like just like why, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder why they felt these humanizer. That it's so odd. Like I think there there was a, a trend 
there with like Loki and all these other like villains where they're like, oh, but we have to have to humanize them, you know, and, and give them this, you know, feature to them. And you're like, it's okay for people to be like villains. They don't have to be anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to like make them fully sympathetic. Exactly. I, th- I think it's definitely hard in, in the vein of trying to get audiences who, who don't come up with, with the, you know, animated series or the comic books where you can just make a villain a villain and you don't have to like them and you don't have to feel for them. But when yeah, you, you try to make it but not super... sympathetic. Yeah. But when you when you get into the mainstream of like you know, people you know, like watching the Loki show, it's it's like I I didn't enjoy like the first half of it. And by the end, like I was just there for um Same dude. For, like I was for there the... for Tom Hiddleston. But, like, I was not feeling any strong feelings of, like, I don't know, strong regard for that series. It just yeah. did not, like... Like, I, it, I'm not going to lie. I think, I think, unfortunately, Tom Hiddleston's Loki should have, you know, left after uh, after Endgame. Or, um, sorry, Yeah, Infinity. they bring a new one, because that but, is a canon thing, where there are different Lokis. And you I mean, they showed it in the, in the show. Yeah, they <laughs> literally showed it with Sylvie. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's a whole thing that happened between Sylvie and him, which I thought was both appropriate for his character and also, like, very weird to yeah, watch. Yeah, that that was <laughs> super just, interesting, but also, like... a lot like... of feelings about that, <laughs> that um, series. But, yeah, I, I just, I, I think no matter what, we're, we're doomed to have, like, our our villain, our, our, like, steadfast, you know, characters that are just like represented as like one thing in other mediums they're going to get kind of humanized or or try to make them more three-dimensional so it's you know people can relate or or enjoy their characters more but it's it's not going to be for everyone and it's not going to hit on on every character and yeah it's, I a, it's definitely a matter understand. of content yeah like they want to explore that because it provides them with more content and they can, you know, reach out to whatever audience they haven't reached out to. They can explore it. It's just more, you know, ways for them to bring more attention, explore things. I, I get why they do it, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, like you're kind of ruining previous writing or previous movies by doing some of this. Like you're taking the power out of that character in previous movies, um, like Amanda Waller, you know? Yeah. Well, I I don't know if this is going to be anything to give uh, you, Tyler, maybe more hope or um, because I don't know if you've seen it, but Crystal Henry, who did the Watchmen series and Jeremy Carver, who created Doom Patrol, are in charge of Waller. Mm, Okay. So it's not going to be James Gunn's maybe take on Waller from from the Peacemaker series. um, And we might get a, a pretty different vibe from this show instead okay yeah i mean i'm a huge fan of doom patrol and i still need to finish the series um and i'm very sad that it got canceled too but um yeah no i think that uh that could be a different spin on it um i mean those guys also had their own like weird uh things that they injected in doom patrol but like it was it was all weird for the good i think yeah um Doom Patrol was definitely super unique. Like, I don't think there's anything you can compare it to that's Mm -hmm. out there. 
Um, I, I don't know, but there's also like directors out there that um, you know they can just 180 from you know one thing to the other. Didn't uh, the guy who directed Shazam actually? Didn't he do like horror movies before Shazam? Uh, no, I think you're. I think you're thinking Aquaman, James Wan. Oh yeah, he James did, Wan. He Another did what was that one scene where that yeah. guy kills all those people in the boardroom? That was pretty horror movie. <laughs> like ask. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so like directors can come from different backgrounds and stuff and still pull things together and, and love a character. So I, um, I'd be. I'm definitely more down for, you know, someone else to direct Waller than, you know, James Gunn, which, I mean, obviously he's got a lot on his plate. He wouldn't be directing something yeah. like that. He's going to do everything. <laughs> yeah, everything is James Gunn. No, uh, so, yeah, no, I'd, I'd keep an open mind when watching it. Uh, I just don't want to watch Peacekeeper. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, there's no announcements to continue Peacekeeper or, um, or like I said, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Um, but the the uh, very first thing that James mentioned, which is going to be an animated series, is Creature Commandos. Uh, apparently, James already like wrote the whole series, and I guess they just need to pretty much animate it, and then it'll it'll uh, go live. Um, now, I I feel like I've heard of it here and there, but I didn't really like know what Creature Commandos was. Um, so just as like a small little like synopsis, a very, uh, it's basically the or the original was uh, set in World War II, and it had um, like it, it was a command uh, a commando force led by a human uh, with a werewolf, vampire, and Frankenstein Frankenstein's monster and a gorgon as the team members, and I guess they would go around um, killing Nazis and and you know saving the day. Um, there's apparently been more adaptations in recent times, uh, in the 2000s, and then New 52 kind of took a different take on it with, um, with, like, a different agency, so it wasn't really the, uh, the Creature Commandos, but, but, uh, Agents of Shade was, was the running series for that. So, I, it definitely sounds interesting, something that I really think James Gunn would want to do and can make it very, you know, entertaining to watch. I'm also yeah. glad that I think it's uh, animated because I think it would have yeah, a Yeah, I'm like, I'm always going to stand an animated, you know, series, right? Because animation is film, dude. It's a different medium, but it is film. And people need to just accept that. And yeah. it's fine. None of this where you're like, oh, it's anime or whatever, like paying people less it's just it's dumb it's it's film you know um so yeah it seems very interesting that he definitely like he wrote all this himself he's more like a, like a passion project he, but like he, obviously it was a funded passion project yeah but um yeah it's gonna be interesting yeah i don't i don't know what time place it's gonna take or like i i, I doubt we're gonna see it in world war Two space um unless if we're doing like kind of crazy time skip stuff where it's like we we see them maybe like start in world war ii and then something happens and they get brought to the the modern era um there there's literally like no context around we just know we're getting creatures commandos or creatures yeah i'm curious has the dcu like at least like in like TV or film format, ever actually had like anything based on World War Two? Like I know Marvels had their 
like super woman or the um sorry wonder woman yeah um, I think the justice and society, uh, society. whereas in world war ii like they had it like on film and or like tv somewhere where they went I, back to world war ii i don't know about like any live so. action stuff um i mean maybe back in the 80s they they attempted to do something um, yeah i mean superman punched hitler in the face no. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> well, so did Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I can't say that we we've had any um, besides, like you said, Wonder Woman. Any depictions of um, of like a World War Two or World War One type scenario? Um, yeah, I was trying to think of like anything in my head, and nothing was immediately popping up. But then again, I'm not like. I don't know like, all the deep cuts and all of that like you guys do. Yeah, so. no, I, I know they've done um, animations. Like, uh, like I think that yeah. might be what you're thinking of, uh, Tyler, with uh, Justice Society of America World War II was an animated yeah. movie that came out, I think, like, the last five years or something. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they, they've touched on that, that era, but not in a live-action sense, I don't think. What do you think, Tyler? Are you are you uh, creature commandos interested? Uh, do you think uh, think it'll be well, fun it, to watch? It gives me a little bit of Guardians of the Galaxy vibes because you know another group, oh, yeah, you know, sure. um, of course. Uh, I mean, he already had the the kind of vibe there in Suicide Squad on the last movie he made. Um, also, true. but yeah, this is the. You know, I, I like the concept of having groups in here, uh, in like the film, because you know, there's uh, this is a universe I, I care about more than the Marvel universe. Uh, yeah. So you know, it's like d dealing with these threats. Uh, some that I'll recognize, maybe we'll see some Vandal Savage, or you know, because he's like immortal. So you know, yeah, you can see good, a good Vandal Savage representation is uh, like after Young Justice, man, I need fucking Vandal Savage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I, some of the crossovers, you know, maybe it'll be its own standalone thing and it won't need anything oh, else. But just the, the fact that I get to have, oh, cool, a group and, you know, in this universe with all these uh, things that I'm familiar with will just be you know, that much better. Yeah. I mean, supposedly all this stuff should connect in a bigger scheme in some way, shape, or form. We don't obviously know how, um, but with with uh, with things kind of being interwoven with each other, um, we could end up getting a live action Creature Commando series or even a film. And uh, James even mentioned that the people who do voice acting work. We'll do the live action work and vice versa, um, which can be super interesting. I don't know how successful they'll be on all fronts of that, but I really do like that idea that, you know, if Creature Commandos is really successful and can play a pretty significant part in the DCU, you know, I assume we're going to hit a crisis level event um, for our big, you know, kind of Marvel um right yeah avengers movie at the end of every couple of years or something like you know we'll we'll have a crisis level event for dc and um you know maybe we see these characters meet up in in uh in a live action sense and and the people who did the voice work get to you know use their roles in in live action and yeah i always like that 
Yeah. Unlike, you know, the Mario movie where they're not, you know, running <laughs> actual voice I, actors. I, I don't even do like I saw the recent trailer with with uh with Donkey Kong's uh Seth Rogen's voice actor and I it did yeah oh god. <laughs> but but we're not gonna get into that. Yeah, um, we're, that's not the this isn't the episode for that. Um I had a question for Creature Commandos. So yeah. looking at the like that little visual that had been released with James Gunn's video. There's that that creature on the far right side. Is that the same dude that eats like children and it's a Suicide Squad? Like that really weird, oh, weasel. looking like yeah. weasel. It definitely that looked. Him? It definitely okay. looked like weasel. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, that. Like, that is definitely, it him? <laughs> I don't know for certain. Um, as Would far weasel as be alive the, in the fifties. Well, yeah, I like, know. For he's like, yeah, who knows, I, man. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. not sure as far as um again like what what uh when they're gonna do it and and uh and like what who's all gonna be involved but I as far as the the wiki says there is no weasel um stated as as one of the characters um. Mm-hmm. from the comics and stuff i'm just trying to make sure that i got that right but i know I, I mean, looking at him from that like picture alone i'm like yeah is that weasel like it wait a second this is like back at yeah, the 50s or whatever oh, God. What the heck? Mean, maybe that's supposed to be the werewolf character i'm not sure where this um specific art is is taken from um so i don't know if this is from a comic or or just a true, true. original concept uh for the actual animation um because i mean obviously i don't see a gorgon here i don't see a vampire um i mean weasel could be the werewolf that they mentioned but he <laughs> looks way more weasel than werewolf i know right i'm just um, like if that's how like the werewolf looked that'd be a little hilarious at the same time <laughs> Like a little sad, right? Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's a very derpy werewolf. <laughs> yeah, right. He's such a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and that's our cousin. We don't talk about. <laughs> yeah, so he gives I, our enemies fleas. Oh, hey, that, that's dangerous, man. Makes you don't want you. fleas. <laughs> <laughs> Just got a scratch during combat. Ugh. It's game over. So, yeah, all right. From Creature Commandos, um, the next thing that Gunn uh, talked about was Superman Legacy. Uh, no one wants to see that. No, no I, I, I doubt anyone has any interest in another Superman movie. I mean... <laughs> hey, you shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> it's all about Batman, man. I, I don't know what you're talking the guy about. guy has a Superman tattoo? Yeah, no interest. <laughs> That's the uh, but just as uh, so, it's going to be the true beginning of the DCU, um, which is interesting. Uh, James Gunn is writing it. He says he was in the middle or is in the middle of rela- uh, writing it, and it's supposed to release July eleventh, twenty twenty five, um, which is like crazy <laughs> that they already have yeah. a date that they want to release it by. Yeah. Um, I I'm tentative about that. I I wouldn't be terribly surprised if they have to push it back or or delay it in some way, shape, or form. But I mean, nothing else that James has said has had a date on it. Um, besides like the previous movies that uh, you know have already been talked about and 
you know, Matt Reeves Batman, which isn't under um under the DCU. So this is like the big thing that has a date on it. Um so yeah. I, I I imagine James is like really pushing <laughs> and he's gonna work his ass off to to get it done at that time. Better not uh, fuck it up. It's not supposed to be an origin story. It's uh it's gonna focus on <laughs> Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Uh that was what Peter Sanfran said. About so the, it's uh, like a movie. darker Superman. Because when I hear that, I'm like, okay, so we're gonna be suffering with some like, all right, going with some like dark themes. Like this is gonna be him, you know, trying to resist like alien nature versus his taught human nature. I, That's what I'm hearing. I I don't know if I I feel it from that perspective. Um, a lot of more recent superman stuff where i have gotten the privilege whether it's comic or animated um what i've seen where superman kind of realizes his uh heritage or it comes to you know like a man of steel when zod shows up and you know clark is all like wait hold on you're you're kryptonians i'm crypto wait what's going on like you know things like that where he he might try to have to fight against his own kind in order to um save the people that raised him save the planet that took him in things like that is is what first pops into my head i mean well, they've already kind of like gone along that path but that's yeah. already like a trod path <laughs> you know like they've done that but you so, can't i'm mean, already taken in the direction yeah i mean we could get brainiac um because there's definitely um takes on brainiac where he was created uh by kryptonians and he went rogue and ended up uh you know assimilating everything um and and then uh superman kind of has to deal with you know the legacy of of his family of his um of his kryptonian heritage you know that's it's all brainiac um it it i i feel that's probably closer of what could happen because we also have Supergirl World of Tomorrow um that's a confirmed film and we know that there's a city that Brainiac takes out of Krypton um, yeah that Superman could end up saving and he studies to try to um kind of bring it back um uh, from its shrunken state so I, I feel like maybe we could get that and I mean if we get friggin uh, modern live action Brainiac, like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that'll be uh, interesting. But I mean, James Gunn—he's he, such a unique visionary, and he likes to tell yeah. stories that aren't very known or or mainstream. So, yeah, I, don't I think know. he has a lot on his hands in like trying to decide who to cast for not only like Brainiac if that happens, but also Superman. Like that is. Yeah, or the huge, because it is like, younger. Yeah, exactly. So I think he has a lot on his hands, not just writing this thing, but also then casting um, kind of the right person to bring these to the screen. Um, so I think that's going to be interesting um, and potentially either disappointing or exciting to see, like, who he ends up choosing. Yeah, and, and Tyler, I especially want your opinion, obviously, but just to to um talk about the the henry cavill thing because james also mentioned this um when uh doing 
responses and interviews on on the all this um you know plan that he uh, announced uh he he mentioned that he feels uh henry pretty much got dicked around um by the former regime of uh of the wbdc company um so he he it wasn't that james gunn fired henry cavill he just wasn't hired for this specific role um because as we mentioned it's it's a younger superman and even though james says that he loves henry cavill and and like really enjoys his work and everything it's just you know not what james's story is is going for not not the the actor he's looking for to play this specific um superman so it i mean i get it i it sucks it, it's absolutely awful because i really do think henry got screwed um but i'm not i'm not gonna blame james gunn or peter Sanford for for what happened personally yeah it's not fair to um <clears throat> yeah. i mean there's so many people out there that's been like yelling on twitter like oh bring back Zack snyder blah blah blah, blah and like <laughs> Just like no, they, it's over. They, they had the chance, and we got to take this in a new direction now. And you know, I feel bad for Henry Cavill because yeah, he did get dicked around. Um, and you know, I mean, he's he's wasn't my favorite Superman, but he's you know he tried. It wasn't his fault that the movies are written so different. Yeah, uh, I'll say it bad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, um, but yeah, no, I'm curious to see you know what they do. I well, I'm not curious. I'm I desperate to see that they please bring the they need to put the man in superman like these past movies they've only focused on the super part of superman nobody gives a fuck about that superman they want to see the man in superman like what makes superman a man he's an alien but he's more he's more human than anybody else like that's really what makes him superman Uh, i mean so that's what i hope i see uh i saw a post by james gunn on it um, where he said that he's inspired by uh, Grant Morrison, and uh, mm-hmm. and I think yep. he posted a picture of All Star uh, Superman, and so that yeah, makes me really hopeful. That's pretty much Superman at, at his best. Um, so if it's if it's inspired by that, then you know I I can only hope and pray. <laughs> uh, yeah. To the film gods above, you know. Um, yeah, to so, sacrifice yeah. more. I'm sorry. All right. Jocelyn, At least the virgin. Right, you free next. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's yeah. Um, I I mean, I, I'm hopeful too. I'm definitely, you know, based off of James Gunn's other superhero work, it's it's so interesting to think that he's got a Superman story to tell. Um. Because I mean the the outrageousness of of Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad, I just don't know how you can how that translates to a Superman movie. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's the good thing about it is it's going to just be so like different from those movies in the best possible way and give us you know what we hope for out of a super uh, Superman movie. Because um, I think he's, I think he's gone on record and mentioned that like these past Superman movies are just not it, are just not the Superman that people want, that he wants to see on the on the big screen. Like, you know, no disrespect to anyone, but he didn't have like 
connection to these Superman movies, which is probably a good sign, especially for you, Tyler, as far as what you want to see of a Superman, the man part. So, hundred yeah. percent. Here's I hoping mean, they that they're they're good friends too, Grant Morrison and uh, James Gunn. So, I mean that. Okay. I, oh, God, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't like getting my hopes up for you know, I know. and, for and Hollywood. It's, it's like two and a half years. Till we get it, so <laughs> there's. Yeah, we'll see what like, happens between then. Now, all right. I mean, it'll start once they announce like who's the, the Superman's going to be, and I'll be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. True, true. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Yeah. Like there, there's a whole slew of of more information to come on that that we gotta wait for. Mm-hmm. But uh, so the the next thing after that he mentioned was lanterns. It's going to be an HBO that live action. Interesting. Yeah. Like a yeah. series, I'm excited about that one. True detective, mystery solving, buddy cop kind of thing. Um, I mean, probably less humorous than a than a traditional buddy cop, but <laughs> yeah, it's going to focus on Hal Jordan and John Stewart, which you know, I mean, I grew up with. Really, which sorry, uh, the two main Green Lanterns. Yeah. really. yeah, I, I I'd say Kyle Rayner is pretty up there, but no one knows kyle as much as hal and john uh, i was yeah. gonna say that i grew up on john stewart from the animated yeah stuff. me too yeah so like when i finally got introduced to hal it was a fresh like you know like oh cool like that's Hal jordan and i enjoy him and uh, and everything but like i am i'm so glad to have a john stewart especially a live action um mm-hmm. so it it, it sounds like you said, Jocelyn, the, like True Detective is like I I love crime dramas. I, I've grown up on them, so I'm all about this like solving crimes and everything. Um, and apparently, there's going to be a big mystery that they discover that's going to tie into the the big picture of DCU. So yeah, some part of me is like, this isn't like it. Law and Order. <laughs> like, <laughs> dun, 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 bring them to justice. Dun. Dun. <laughs> they a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> it rings. Yeah, uh, uh, it's something to look forward to for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think out of out of most of these shows, specifically that one's like the top of my list personally. Yeah. Um, I really, I really want to know what the mystery is. I mean, uh, Green Lanterns have the ability to dive into just about any big crisis level event that we've had over the however many years that I've been paying attention to the DC universe, the DC comics. Um, so there, there's like just like it just makes me so giddy to think like right. what are they gonna find and what like how much is my jaw gonna drop on the floor. Um, there is mention that we'll see other lanterns. Um, so we might see Kyle Rayner. We might see, um, Blanken because no one likes him. Help me out here, Tyler. Uh, Oh, Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. Thank you. (laughs) Um, which hopefully we see other lanterns too. Like, yeah, uh, like kilowatts. I would, yeah, I would love to see there. There's one. So. I watched the awkward 3D animated Green Lantern uh, series, mm-hmm. um, and there there is a really interesting character they introduced through that series that showed up in Young Justice this last season. Oh. 
and it, it seemed like it continued his story from when that series ended. So I'm just wondering because I I don't think he's been in any comics, and unfortunately I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he was a rage lantern who turned to a blue lantern who went back to rage and ended up splitting into a, a like hybrid uh, red and blue lantern. So it was just such an interesting story and such an interesting character. And I'm like, oh man, if we get if we get him in here, I, I'm just I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> Yeah, I think it'll be cool, especially if we get the uh, the cat uh, Dexter, right? Oh, Dexter, yeah, da- the, uh, Dexter. Oh, the cat. Yeah, there is a cat, Lander. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that origin man! So like the most justified rage. Lander. I I know. I'm like I that's completely justified. I can see why this cat did this, but it's, like, it's just so ridiculous when I think about it. That's what makes it so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I, we yeah. can only really speculate, but yeah, it'll be cool. I mean, it has to be live action, so it can't be like too crazy, I suppose. But I mean, I don't know. Doom Patrol is pretty crazy. I was going to yeah. say, I'm like, maybe maybe the first season, nothing too wild, but these are space cops. You, you yeah. can't not have. You can go like, anywhere. Literally. like Pretty much do anything. So it's like, I, I want to see. I want to see some weirdness. Uh, eventually, at least. Um, yeah. yeah, you got James Gunn. I think you're gonna get, you're gonna get plenty of weirdness. Very true. <laughs> he yeah. likes to keep it weird. Yeah. All right. So J- th- this is the what James said is his passion project, the Authority. I have no idea who the Authority <laughs> is. <laughs> this it it's kind of reminded me of the Crime Syndicate, um, at least like the shorthand like description. Where mm-hmm. superpowered individuals try to fix the world's the world by any means necessary, um, but obviously I think they more unlike the crime syndicate who kind of is like a crime family, they probably do it more in the sense of like this is the only way. Like we have to purge the whole world to save the universe or, or something like that. Um, but I so kind I, of like the whole Loki thing where they're like, oh we. We trim the timeline, or we're like the timeline police. Mm, yeah. yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I again, I haven't, I have no idea what the what this group is, and like the comic series that it belongs to. But it seems like it's um a four volume series that started in '99. Uh, huh. Um. And I guess it, it was it was pretty popular for what it was. It hasn't been revamped. Um, it doesn't necessarily look like the this group has been involved in other things. Um, it okay, was their so is, it was their own running series. Um, so this is DC kind of reaching back into like a lot of their properties um, yeah. and kind of bringing that back, just kind of bring some I guess IP variety other than like the main stays. You know, it's what kind. Of, what it sounds like to me, which uh, yeah, it definitely fits James Gunn's style of of like what characters. I mean, we from Guardians of the Galaxy, which no one ever knew about, to uh, you know yeah. some of the weirder characters for Suicide Squad. You know, I mean, Peacemaker, Weasel, Polka Dot Man. <laughs> like, it, it, it if this is a passion project of James Gunn, I'm sure we're gonna get just such an interesting look at like these characters and i don't know if i 
if I want to go in reading this series or if I want to just watch it without knowing anything. Um, I think I'm going to watch it not knowing anything. That sounds yeah. fun. It, it definitely could be. and then, it, it worked for Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> exactly. Very true. I knew nothing about them. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, yeah, it, it's, it just sounds like such an interesting thing. But at the same time, based off of, like, the small stuff that I can see, like, just scrolling through the wiki, is is they seem like a major um, threat, I guess. Um I mean, like it's it's their own comic series, so I'm not sure like if they're straight villains or if they have to contend with you know moral um, issues of of deciding, hey, like is this the right way? I mean, we got to do it uh, like any means necessary was was the one of the big things that uh, James said. So I'm I'm wondering like just how much like focus is going to be series on that. or anti-hero series? Yeah, like makes it kind of curious yeah and and it's a movie so um that that'll be interesting too because for for that that gives me a little bit of like eternal uh, like eternals Eternals? yeah Yeah. you know kind of a group that and that went really well (laughs) (laughs) i i wanted better from that um yeah definitely like a very interesting group and like i i was super intrigued by the whole mythos um but yeah i i i if if uh if, if james really like backing this project um i mean depending how superman does i'll definitely have more or less hope for the authority compared to the uh the eternals until we see a trailer <laughs> until we see a trailer but yeah it, it's i mean like i like a whole lot that I'm getting even after all these years um, introductions to new DC pro- or old DC properties that I've never had any understanding of. I mean, I've me and Tyler play the, the MMO and I have been reading comics for the past like 15 years and like <laughs> animations all over the place. And like, there's still more and more and it's just really cool. I like it. Exactly. All these uh, characters with told stories that no one's heard finally getting uh, told to the mass. Yeah, I, I just hope it succeeds and does well. Yeah, because they deserve it. Exactly. Well, so that's the authority. Yeah, the the, the authority. But pretty interesting, and a lot of hope. Hopefully, <laughs> hoping that I have hope. Um, <laughs> from there, we have our. Game of Thrones style uh, live action TV series called Paradise Lost. And that's going to take place on Themyscira. Um, Whether Wonder Woman's going to be part of it was kind of left out. (laughs) I can only imagine her mother would be there. Yeah. So I guess it depends like when they take place. Um, yeah, it's like a pre-event, like a prequel with yeah, like Hippolyta and all this stuff. I think that'd be really interesting. Interesting yeah. to like see. Having a Wonder Woman. Right. Having it focus more with like um the Greek gods and everything. So like we actually get to see like representations of uh of Hades, Zeus, and like, you know, everything else from that pantheon. Like that could be really, really fun. 
for sure. Yeah. yeah. And there's something that like was ex- oh sorry. No, go ahead. That was like yeah, that was explored in the like animates. I always kind of find back to I think it's interesting where they say like oh they always say like Wonder Woman's father was Zeus and mm-hmm. me like they explored well actually like Hades is her dad. And that was always something they explored in the animated show and I've never seen anything about it since. I always feel like I always like made that up in my mind. Right? <laughs> no, you're, I you're feel definitely like it was right. like a yeah, it was such a cool like like a twist of like, oh well like the whole like conflict of like, oh when I you know, I'm not who I thought it was or where she comes from or even her mom lying to her. I feel like that would be interesting kind of like prequel or kind of a lot of that that feeds into that that drama. You know, if it, what, what, oh what, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Game of Thrones style, which, you know, you could argue is like soap opera. Like, it's just like the more convoluted lineages or or, that was my family relationships, (laughs) like dramas, you know, on a backdrop of like supernatural, uh, you know, medieval style. Um, I think that'd be interesting. But I'm not entirely sure what they're making this about, you know? Yeah. yeah, if it's supposed to be before like the mascara like opened up to the world and like, uh, well, it's still pretty unknown. Yeah. Um, but uh, before they knew of the outside world, everybody besides uh, Hippolyta, um, then yeah, it could be just a whole political thing, which would be interesting. I don't remember. I, I I'm pretty sure the mascara was like pretty much ninety nine point nine percent peace. Um, but so yeah, it would be an interesting story, and how it would be told would be uh kind of crazy it, it definitely would be and yeah i i mean when you said 99.9 percent peace for whatever reason my brain jumped to um to dark side and, and his daughter <laughs> and i oh, was yeah. like oh god what if what if we get some sort of adaptation of of um grail of grail like that would be oh man that'd be so crazy um yeah but yeah, I I think it. I I don't know exactly when it'll take place as far as like Diana's um, lifetime or or if she's even alive. But I it definitely seems like it'd be correct to assume that like Zeus and all his man whoring is is gonna be <laughs> a big part of it because I mean just the the like you said Jocelyn the the potential lineage of where uh, Diana comes from. And I know, um, even the cartoons, like, it was like, "Ooh, that's juicy!" I remember that in the anime. It was super, ah. it was super clever. And I do remember, I think New Fifty Two, or um, there was a specific um, Wonder Woman um, volume set called Bloodlines that kind of undid that. Um, like uh, Diana had doubts that Zeus was her father. But it, by the end of it, it turned out that he was, and she was able to tap into like um, powers of, of lightning and or something. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't end up reading it because um, honestly, I call me nostalgia slut, but I did enjoy the twist of of Hades being her dad instead, and her kind of having to come to terms with that. Um, yeah, even though it like was an animation, and lie was... by her mom in yeah. reality. Oh, it's because her mom was a little bit like I don't know, shame, embarrassed, or something about it, and being like, you know, because like he's something like, oh yeah, Zeus has lighter hair and you have dark hair. Where do you think you got it from? You know, yeah. like, cool. Like, oh, I didn't think dope. about that. 
Genetics? Whoa. That's a thing? <laughs> Didn't give much thought. But yeah, I know they probably wiped that you know, slate clean because they want her to be from the most powerful god, right? They want her to have the most, just more powerful, most powerful thing that ever happened. If you that know? was still New 52 and not Rebirth, um, that was during the time where Wonder Woman and Superman had their relationship. Um, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, the, the strongest version of Superman that comics has ever seen and the theoretical strongest version of Wonder Woman that comics have seen. Pre-crisis. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Post-crisis, yeah. Yeah, yeah post-crisis. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have hopes. I mean, I'm not really into or I haven't started watching House of Dragon just because Game of Thrones let me down so hard that Scar is still on my heart and, and I have trust issues. <laughs> I'm, I'm there with you. I, I know, I know, but hey, the beginning of Game of Thrones was tough. Oh, I know, man. I know. Yeah, you're like, you're going to burn me again. You're just going to you're just gonna hurt me again. <laughs> this is a honeymoon but, period. You're just going to exactly, hurt me. Exactly, exactly. You got you to gotta let it sit, let it cook. Um, but it, I like the idea of uh, of other series being inspired by by game of thrones and and using like those themes of like politics and um interwoven families and houses and all this like crazy stuff um yeah the the formula worked and a lot of people i I know just kind of like cast it aside when you know season eight you know happened and all of that but it had a good formula it was just you know the D D bros you know, and how they handled it. Well, let's not forget that um, Game of Thrones is based off of George R. R. Martin's books, yes. which Very is probably the main reason why it succeeded so hard. Um, because obviously, when they ran out of material, they, that's when the show really just got. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I can only hope that the writers for Paradise Lost are, uh, you know, just they know what they're doing and it's not just going to be like a soap opera, like Jeremy said, but it, it's like <laughs> True. You know, an actual you know, politically invested, uh, you know, story to be told. With, I mean, yeah, with everything that's going into this whole plan and stuff, you you got to assume, hope that they have a clear direction of where to take stories and how far they can go kind of off script to, to like, you know, keep giving fans more content. Like, I... It, I'm I'm very hopeful that this isn't going to be CW bullshit where it's just like, okay, it, it's so popular. What stories haven't we told? Oh no, we got to, you know, have Flash go back in time for the third time. And, and damn, dude, I fucked up again. Like, <laughs> I'm very hopeful that we're, you know, we're going to get very clear cut storylines and story threads that that don't fall off or don't get, you know, twisted so much that it's like how did we get here um yeah i mean when i talk about this eight to ten year plan and all these titles that i'm looking at it's just like you know you have a lot of balls up in the air when you're juggling and now it's just to see if they fumble it um or if they can continue to kind of masterfully juggle these and not wind up where they were with you know zach Snyder and all of that years prior so yeah it's just gonna be interesting just to watch uh, all those kind of go down well, from that, we got our announcement for the first Batman movie for the DC, Brave and the Bold. Um, and I, I see they're keeping uh, the fat, fat bat uh, 
little symbol. I see they're keeping that. <laughs> yeah, I for the the picture that yeah, I I'm not sure yeah. if that's um if that's like DC uh sanctioned one um like if that mm. if that's all the font that they intend to use to promote this stuff. But I I would love it if it is, because <laughs> um, I I do think it's really cool that they're doing Brave and Bold um, as as the title um, for the movie because it's it's definitely like an older school. Um, oh yeah, like like the animated series, like it immediately reminded. Yeah, of the animated series, and I love that. But we're we're definitely getting modern, like stuff with this because we're we we get Damian Wayne. Our our first live action representation of of Batman's or Bruce Wayne's legit son. Um, so it like it, it's it's kind of wild. I I love the fact that James loves Damien in the first place. Um, yeah. And then I had to look this up. It we haven't seen a live action Robin since ninety seven. Since ninety really oh. <laughs> Are we talking about the the Keaton movies? I'm sorry. Are those the Keaton movies? Um, it was uh, it was Tim Burton. I don't think. Oh. I don't think it was Michael Keaton. I or was it Michael Keaton? Um, yeah, it might have been Michael Keaton. It was. Yeah. Not George Clooney, is what my brain mixes up all the time. Is who did which? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, anyways, yeah. it's yeah so i mean it's obviously not going to be a batman origin story on top of that because it's it's going to be probably more of a damian wayne origin story um now i i read the comics of his introduction and i've seen the animated movies of his introduction um and damian is is such a little shithead and i love it and i i think it's going to be really fun i mean if they do it as true as they um can with you know minimal changes um we're gonna see the uh league of assassins rachel ghoul talia ghoul which will be really cool um we may or may not get deathstroke involved in there too um because there's been uh takes on that where he was a league of assassins member kind of like a right hand um yeah and was actually jealous of damian wayne um so i mean i mean there's a lot of potential as far as like getting the the introduction of damien uh and bruce meeting damien for the first time and, and how yeah there's a, a lot to be done with that yeah um like it's super interesting and it just cracked me up when i'm watching again uh you know the announcement video he's like batman and his actual son <laughs> actual son <laughs> you know, the, yes. the he put, uh, i think i was telling you this before we started recording uh, and laughing about that i'm like yeah as opposed to the all the other you know literal children that he <laughs> practiced on you know then he finally gets his actual son <laughs> so, yeah it's it's all training you know he dick grayson was a success jason todd was <laughs> um uh, unfortunate <laughs> well, well uh, you know, uh, you know yeah. tim tim drake was pretty good pretty good um <laughs> And now we're on to Damien. So yeah, he's got. Right, you gotta have a couple practice ones before you get (laughs) to the actual one that's yours. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean that. That's how you do. I'm surprised Batman doesn't have more children. I know we're getting off topic, but I'm honestly surprised. (laughs) 
I mean, yeah, it, I, I'm not, or I'm, I'm a bit surprised too, but uh, I, I think someone else can touch on that. Some comic book. <laughs> right. That's more like just the illegitimate the I think of, about. Of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> illegitimate bad children. Yeah. <laughs> um, another cool thing um, that James mentioned about this is it's going to be an introduction of the uh, bat family. Um, and we, it will feature other members. Um, so we might also get to see Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Um, we might maybe get to see Jason Todd. I, I'm honestly a little surprised that we aren't doing a death in the family uh, as like one of the first major things. Um, that would have been crazy. Yeah. Like, I think that story needs a live action adaptation. Like, the amount yeah. of just oh my god <laughs> like the feels and everything but i guess i can understand with um the arkham series doing it um we've had an animated movie and i mean who knows May maybe maybe we will get one um in some way shape or form um down the line but ultimately i i'm i'm excited i'm, I'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> Well, how about you? Too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, mm, I don't know. So, like, as an introduction, I mean, the Brave and the Bold. I mean, it's a great story, obviously. Um, but as an introduction in the series, I'm just like, oh, there's, yeah, so many other ones like they could have done. But you know, I'm probably gonna like it regardless. I mean, I hope I like it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, as far as Damian Wayne goes. He's not like my favorite Robin, but you know he grows on you. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just like that he's he he's a, such a shithead, and he's like somehow, I wouldn't say mature for his age, but he can he can argue with Bruce mm -hmm. in a way that like most people just can't, and it's like this little fucking like ten year old is giving him so much lip that I'd want to backhand him. It. It's that, you know, Batman slapping Robin meme, but just replace it with uh with Damien's face instead of instead of Dick Grayson's and it's like that that's exactly how I feel about Damien. But it, in the best way possible. It's not annoying. It 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 gives Bruce a, a a nice challenge in a lot of ways. I mean obviously he's a biological father to this kid, but he actually has to give Damien actual reasons on like why not to kill when he's been mm -hmm. raised as an assassin, and he understands you know life or death consequences uh, of like being this this hero figure. Um, so yeah, I, I think the layers on it. Yeah, I I'm hopeful, but I can I, I whether he's my favorite. I think Dick is still the the best, but. Mm -hmm. overall like i do i do one more thing it. uh i want to add um because <laughs> i'm unsure about it is like so we're starting with like younger versions of uh our heroes uh like superman's supposed to be 25 i think uh but batman's getting introduced with his uh son i thought that was like way older like batman in his 30s that's um, yeah that's definitely a good point and uh, i'm not so, sure i'm really not entirely sure i mean th this could just be a rough draft as far as um 
the first time we see Batman in his standalone movie. Maybe we will see him in in Brave and the Bold. Um, or uh, sorry, in then um, Superman uh, Legacy. I, I doubt it, obviously, but we uh, we might just see Batman in other spots. Or maybe there's going to be like an animated movie to do like a a bit more of an origin Batman kind of thing. Not an origin story, but like a, a year one, year two. Um, maybe we'll get a Titans movie to, to introduce Dick Grayson in a more established way. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a li- it's very hard to tell their chronological roadmap for these movies right now or for the whole series to be honest so i think yeah i think you bring up a good point it's like it's 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 kind of weird that they're doing a young superman but this batman movie is going to have damien and like where are the other robins in that let alone yeah, like, like four robins into it yeah yeah so yeah uh, we will definitely be paying attention to that but from there, to to kind of move it forward a little bit, um, Booster Gold, HBO live action series. Um, he's <laughs> now. I'm familiar with Booster Gold. I know you are too, Tyler. Um, Jocelyn, I don't think you are as aware of Booster Gold. Uh, we we kind of explained it to you, but for for those, he's such a weird character because he's kind of like Blue Beetle. Where like some name some people know of him, yeah, but he's not as like established. I think the first time I was introduced to him was um in the Justice League Unlimited animated series, um, and I did not like him. <laughs> I, I and if yeah, how reasons... it explained to me, yeah, from what I heard, it was like he basically came from the future with all this technology into the past so that he could like live out his fancy or something of being like a superhero yeah. and i'm like that's so sad <laughs> it, really i'm cares. like oh man that is a, that's a little cringy like okay yeah because i yeah. was a loser in the future but i can be a hero here in the past <laughs> I know. it's, like, I guess it's, it's a, so silly it's an opportunity i guess to like maybe have some like interesting introspection and to maybe make some commentary and, and i guess if you do it smartly it'd be interesting but just yeah. having that initial kind of like too long didn't read version given to me, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I, yeah, when I was first introduced, I did not like him. Revisiting the character, I think it, I think it's a really good choice to, to do um, a focus series on him and stuff because, I mean, he, he's a loser. He's, he's broken. He, he's got, I, um, um, grandeur ideas of just being this like superhero figure of, of making something of himself but he has to come all the way to the past to do it and it's um it's cringy sure but like i think you could have a really like heavy story a heavy narrative on, yeah. on looking into the character's you know, psyche and actions um i think even going through justice league unlimited um there's moments where where you see like actual heroism from him and it's it's really high points in, in that um narrative even though it's you know short little episodes and stuff and it really does hit hard that like wow he 
it has the makings of what a hero should be morally but yeah. the way he comes off and the way that he acts initially is so like imposter syndrome like hey guys yeah, i exactly, wear a costume yeah. i got this cool you know uh weapons yeah you can make him super relatable like that yeah, is a yeah. great opportunity to have a relatable character because everyone goes through that at some point or another and you know that's like myself too as an artist like oh like hecka like go through like imposter syndrome and i think that could be a really interesting narrative but if they write it correctly that could be a, an exploration for sure yeah he's definitely like way in over his head uh and that's mm -hmm. like the the like main thing about him uh at least uh in, in the beginning so when i see that it's like a, a live action series instead of a movie i'm like hmm so like i don't they, they could do it uh properly in a live action series too but i feel like a movie uh form is uh a lot easier to touch on his like growth i suppose um i see what you mean yeah yeah i could definitely see it like yeah we with a series we could end up hitting the roadblock of, of revisiting similar hurdles where he's already overcome it in one episode but now he's doing the same shit again <laughs> and it yeah could uh could fall into that trap so i yeah, yeah. A movie might have been a better choice, but I, I think this probably goes to a bit more budget, and it's probably a bit cheaper to do the live action version. Definitely. We we don't know well, how many episodes. I mean, it could be six hour long episodes, um, or it could be like, yeah, it, it could span over a couple seasons, depending. Um, and yeah, then how smarter? Go ahead. I was just gonna say this way's like probably a little smarter just to touch on your uh your whole movie uh idea. It's because like uh I can't see anybody really going to theaters to see like a Booster Gold movie if like they yeah. don't know who Booster Gold is. Like, yeah. yeah, definitely smarter to make. I think they know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, so ultimately, I apparently also um an actor is already being like they they're already in talks of who should act in this so this is probably going to be a, a series that comes out sooner than later um if they're already starting casting compared to the other ones that have been mentioned that has nothing about the casting on it so far um so they that'll be interesting um i did see something um about someone saying the only character that i uh would want chris pratt to play in the dc universe is booster gold <laughs> i laughed in a, in a very like you know i could yeah, almost I can't see argue it. with that yeah yeah i can kind of so, see that yeah it would like, be his wheelhouse for sure it, i could it, see like paul rudd doing it too kind of oh yeah yeah but i but, think yeah, paul rudd's kind of getting up there i'm not sure if he wants to continue doing yeah. these superhero movies we'll see um for sure but yeah it's so it's it's definitely interesting i i'm i'm definitely interested in it um i think too like just as a dc nerd uh, th this may have potential to lead into like um the legion of uh tomorrow and uh, like since we're uh, we're still getting supergirl and stuff so it's like you know like all, all that stuff can like connect in theory um depending on how they take it which is the next title supergirl woman of tomorrow um movie 
um, based off the comic book series from Tom King, which was 2021 to 2022 running. Um, so very recent. I have no idea. I haven't read it. I know traditional Supergirl. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know if it's a, a modified version of her origin story or if it's um, pretty standard with some different takes here and there. Um, yeah, I, I know her, like, she has to be more of, like, a, a darker than Superman. You know, she's had different experiences that inform kind of how she behaves, including not being raised uh, human. So I know mm. this could be, you know, a completely different type of film. Like, they could really have a lot more um, leeway, explore darker themes, you know, kind of like Superman, but, like, yeah, less humanity. Um, yeah. I think it'd be really interesting. I agree. You know, my biggest gripe was uh, for Man of Steel was was the fact that um, Superman didn't find a way not to kill Zod. He he decided that was his only option. And and for me, that's that's not a super uh, Superman move. But for Supergirl. Yeah, I could I could be down to explore those tones from her her perspective of things um, with similar power sets and everything. So. I, I've always enjoyed a lot of the stories that I've gotten from Supergirl. Um, and like like you said, that kind of darker nature of her character, but also her overcoming it, having, you know, Clark kind of be in her ear and always kind of like, girl, like, no. <laughs> um, so, so I'm definitely, I, I'm very intrigued. I, I'll probably go into this one blind if I don't get a chance to go and read the comics. Um, I again, I don't know how closely any of this stuff is going to resemble what they what they're inspired by, but mm-hmm. I, I I'm excited. I, I think a Supergirl live action film, even series. Um, I mean, we got we got the CW one, and I I thought that one was enjoyable, but I'm I'm looking forward to this definitely. Yeah, uh, to me, Supergirl has always been like a a side character. Like she's been a really good side character, but she's always ha- had like somebody else that the story's focused on, and she's kind of uh, influenced the story, of course. But like, uh, but always like a like we need to deal with her. She's like a problem, like you know stuff like that. Um, so like getting her own story would be great. Um, you know, I I heard that the the super uh, girl show wasn't that great. Um, but you know, if this is a popular story from recent events, you know, I, I, I hope they, you know, do her justice. Cause yeah, she, she has a lot going for, uh, you know, a headstrong Kryptonian, uh, you know, finding why, you know, what makes a hero and, you know, why she should care would, you know, be a good story to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's definitely, yeah. Like you said, um, and I think I know exactly what um, what animated series you mentioned as far as like her being the problem and we got to deal with her because <laughs> mm-hmm. she'll land and, um, you know, be speaking Kryptonian, uh, Batman founder and was like, OK, no, <laughs> we, we can't have a, a manic Kryptonian running around the city. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark, do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole thing with Darkseid and, you know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love that uh, fight between her and Darkseid, by the way. That was always like, my favorite fight. Man, I, it, there's so much here 
if I read between the lines too much where I'm like, oh my God, dark side's there. Um, I, <laughs> I, I mean, like, okay, we got lanterns. There was the story of uh, Supergirl getting Rage Lantern. Like, oh man, that'd be crazy. Like, there, there's just a lot of things I would love to see, but you know, whether or not that ever gets done, or if we go that direction, um, it's way too early to tell. But yeah, so I, 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 exactly. So many, and, and I, I think it, it, it might be interesting. Because uh, you're 100% right that it's like there's not really standalone Supergirl. And I doubt we get like 100% standalone. I'm sure we'll see Superman. I'm sure she'll have interactions with the with the Kent family. Um, but it'll be like through her eyes on how she kind of grows into what she needs to be a to, to be a superhero yeah. um, to move forward. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to have Clark in there. Um, or if it's going to be kind of like a, a standalone film, you know? Yeah, I, I imagine if they're talking this much about interconnection with all their properties, with everything they're doing, I imagine we're going to see everyone cameo, like moderate to little roles in, in, in other people's movies, just to make the world feel more, you know, interacted, like, you know, like, It'd be so weird to, to you know, I mean, like, I don't want things like Shazam where it's like they talk about, you know, um, other heroes. But when this shit's going down, none of them show up. None of them are like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> like, like, I, I, I mean, know you can say that about the Marvel Universe, too. Yeah. And Spider-Man, yeah. where was he in New York when, you know, New York was getting attacked? No, seriously. <laughs> like, I, those are some of my biggest issues with, with all this, like, crossover universe stuff. Is like, I, I, I know it can be expensive to hire these people for, like, 15 minutes of screen time. But that's what comic books are, man. Like, <laughs> you could have Wolverine show up for, like, three panels to, to tell Deadpool to fucking get off his ass and and you need to help with something and, and you know like <laughs> that's it like that's that's all you see for for wolverine and the deadpool story um it's just like you, that, that's comic books to me it's like you, you see those people for as much or as little as the story needs for the care for the focus character to story for their story to play out um so I, I yeah personally i think we'll we'll see a lot of or like a, an amount of superman the kent family um hell maybe even crypto super doc actually get live action super doc yeah, i'm actually surprised yeah they haven't like movie. mentioned yeah anything about the dog well other than like the animated yeah, yeah one super Which, yeah that was a really cute movie that was that was actually a really good movie mm-hmm. From Supergirl, the last one that James Gunn talked about was Swamp Thing. And it's going to be a horror film. Which is that pretty interesting. Is super cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently it's going to be an origin story, which I, I mean is fine. We haven't seen Swamp I mean, I've never seen Swamp Thing. Um, but I know there was Swamp Thing back in like the 80s 
Well, they had that series that kind of flopped recently, and I actually watched that one. Yeah, you were telling me about that. And I enjoyed the actor that was the Swamp Thing, but yeah, that just kind of flopped, and it just was somewhere out there. I thought it got canceled. Yeah, it did, exactly. It it, it had one season. Into oh, I, I didn't even know. It. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can find it, it before production. Oh, okay. Exactly. It just kind of like, like it never existed. Like you even forgot that it existed. <laughs> That's how like terribly they treated that. Yeah. Huh. Well, unfortunately, I, I know you said it was it was pretty solid. Like you said, you enjoyed the actors and I like was interested to watch it. But since it was already canceled by that time, I was like, I'm not going to get invested. And and then be left empty-handed <laughs> um so I'm, I'm excited for this and um apparently it's gonna be outside the dcu but may still get its way into the the the, the like main overall context of, of yeah. what's going on which i found very interesting um like they're as not far... even sure how they would connect Swamp Thing with everything. Yeah. He becomes a a, a, a green or something, great <laughs> rage, yeah, or something. Well, what's really cool about Swamp Thing, as I like looked into the character in more recent times, is um, there's aspects of our planet that um, that tend to have guardians. Um, so he's the guardian of the green essentially so uh, like life as far as nature um trees plants and such he's supposed to be like that protector um and and like the planet essentially chose him for any number of circumstances um that that's like the shorthand of of what i understand from this character um i've seen him adapted in certain animations and it's been fun to see him. I've seen him in like Constantine stuff. I've seen him in um, in a, in like Crisis um, adaptation movies of of some things or or like Dark. I think Dark Side's like um, uh, terraforming the planet, and they get like the only way to get Swamp Thing to help is is to be like, Yo, dude, he's killing the yeah. green. Um, I had this feeling that like Swamp thing like literally does not give a shit yeah other than if it's affecting the green of the pine it's like okay exactly. i'm in so i i mean like it, it's gonna be very interesting because i do understand the potential struggles um i think i'll be more accepting on on however it plays out but i think hardcore swamp thing fans could end up getting really disappointed on how they like take the character if they humanize them too much if if they don't humanize them enough if if they don't use certain I mean, aspects a horror of movie. Lore. I don't think they tend to humanize things in horror movies. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's well, another that's... thing. Mm-hmm. Like you horror is just kind of like an interesting. Like I think it's an interesting genre. Like like how gruesome, how dark, how you know. Like is he just going to go around on a rampage and murder everyone? Like <laughs> it, it's interesting. It's a very interesting yeah. like thought. Because in my mind, Swamp Thing is still like a hero, but he's like, uh, he serves like one purpose, and uh, so translating that into horror, I'm just like, you know, how can yeah, I do it? Exactly. So it, it, very interesting. I mean, it, it is an origin story, so maybe rampage, and then somehow 
goes into hiding or something, realizes mm-hmm. the error of his ways or or he gets control of himself or something. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely, yeah, like very, very interesting uh, direction to take it. Um, I'm excited for it. And I know um, this was something that I could have brought up um, when we were talking about Superman, but James Gunn is pushing for more mature ratings on these DC properties. Uh, so I think that's a good idea. I mean, Zack Snyder had Batman murdering people left and right. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm sure those people are okay. It uh, definitely fine, fits for certain know. things. Like I think a PG-13, uh, Brave and the Bold. You know, seeing Damien cut down people. Like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, horror movie Swamp Thing. How can you have a horror movie that's rated PG? Like that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I like it, and um, apparently the one of the reasons the the rating thing was brought up um was also because of superman superman is currently rated a pg-13 or james gunn is writing it in a pg-13 manner and he is going to push to keep that pg-13 rating i'm not sure exactly what that means as far as what we can expect from superman um but it definitely like i I think it's good to have a variety of ratings across your properties because not all these characters are one note uh, like well yeah and you had different crowds that you're trying to appeal to and yeah unfortunately you know for the money people on the side of this like they want to appeal to you know the most amount of audience they can as possible which is why pg-13 is a very popular reading yeah, um, it's a good balance. So, I mean, there's some things that you just can't get away from being rated R. Like Joker, yeah, you're not gonna get away from that being rated R. Yeah, and, and like the horror movie, the Swamp Thing, you know, there's just some things that they're not gonna be able to avoid. I feel like, but I think PG-13 is for the money people. Um, gonna be something that James Gunn might have to deal with or um, kind of amend a lot of his stuff. Yeah, I I think in the article when talking about the ratings, he mentioned that um, that specifically Batman and Superman are supposed to be more family oriented, not oriented, but like families can see this. Everyone can see that these movies. Yeah. Um, Okay. Other things like the Waller TV show was a little bit more mature. And we have other things that are a bit more aimed towards young women or kids that are still within this world, but feed everyone or everything back into Superman's and Brave and the Bold's that everyone can see. So essentially, yeah, they they want, you know, their Superman, their Batman movies to be accessible to everyone. Um, yeah, that's one like thirteen. Yeah, yeah, is is the best, you know. I mean, yeah, if, if you go too PG with it, like, it's not going to feel... I mean, especially, like, things with Damian Wayne or, you know, having certain, you know, uh, situations or moments or even um, potential, like, emotional scenes. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to do those in anything lower than a PG-13 rating. So, I... I I think you're right, Jocelyn. I think that's the the money spot right there. Um, but I definitely am am interested in you know the the more mature, the more you know darker tone stuff because that that's just you know that's a lot of where I live. <laughs> it's like darker toned um, shows, content, all that. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, 
know, if it's if it's more mature, it it grabs me if it's done right. Um, so I'm I'm glad that he's already like announced that. that it, you know, I mean, it's Marvel's going to do their Deadpool rated R, and that's our first Marvel or MCU rated R movie <laughs> that we're getting. So it's like, God, man, like. I don't want to go back in time and just be like, all right, yeah, we're we're sticking with these low rated movies. And, you know, I, I want to hear some people cuss. I want to see Damien hack someone's fingers off. Um, hey, you said no killing, Dad. <laughs> Doesn't mean I can't maim him. <laughs> yeah. Listen, he, you know, I think James Gunn has his vision, um, you know, things he wants. But I think as years go go on, and a lot of the like mergers too, and a lot of you know the the flow of Hollywood and all that, I think you know we may see some changes. We may not. Um, that's just kind of how the business of it goes. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see you know how closely he gets to stick to his vision, um, yeah. and where he kind of gets a little bit more wig- wiggle room, and we can get like a, a rated. Um, I'm sure like things animation and video games can be a lot easier to to make more mature um, to some degree. I mean, it depends on the focus characters, but I I think those are probably the easier platforms, even the the HBO live action series. But I I think it mostly comes down to the characters and like what they what stories they're doing for those characters. because I mean, you you could in theory go as dark as you want for just about anything. Um, does it fit the the overall character though? Like that that's where it gets like. We'll Teen see. Titans Go rated R. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they kind of try that? Like. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, they did the Titans live yeah, action the series. Titans. Yeah. Which I mean, uh, yeah, I I watched the first episode of season two and I never went back. I just it wasn't my thing. They I wanted good Trigon, man, and then they fucking ended it so soon. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh god, okay, well, this is what we're doing. But I keep seeing like pictures of like where all the characters are now, and I guess Raven's um, donned her white um, her white outfit, and I'm like, well, shit, I wonder wonder how that story played out did i actually miss something i don't know <laughs> um, i want to say say one thing before we uh yeah. stray too far away from it for the whole uh rated system thing uh the only two james gunn uh like r-rated stuff that i've seen uh was the suicide squad and uh peacekeeper and i guess both of those you know james gunn directed them and so you know he might not direct some of these but yeah, I just want to say when he has, you know, full control, I guess, uh, and he can just unleash his beast or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of it uh, because Guardians of the Galaxy was PG-13, and I love the shit out of both of those movies. Um, yeah. But oh god, Peacekeeper was so fucking I mean, shit. Or that's Peacekeeper an interesting shit. take. Yeah. And uh, the Suicide Squad, uh, I just didn't love it. It. I really do think if it was rated PG-13, it probably would have been better. Uh, yeah, that, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I definitely, yeah, I had I had some issues with Suicide Squad, um, certain parts that I just felt were so unnecessary as far as, like, what for the story and even for the characters. It was just like, 
I don't it think it kind of felt like it. gags. <laughs> it was like gags to like, but it wasn't like joke gags. It was like, yeah. oh, we can do this gag, you know, <laughs> like we can do this because we're rated our shit. And I'm just like, okay. doing it just to do it. It didn't serve yeah. the story. It was just to do it. Exactly. I get that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hope, you know, there's none of that, at least like, you know, crosses. Well, I know Swamp like, if it fits Thing, the character, that makes sense. I know Swamp Thing is, um, they're looking for a director, I think, currently. Um, so at least um, I, I we know for certain James Gunn's not going to be directing Swamp Thing. Um, and then, like I said, with Waller, uh, they got a different creative team behind it. So that that's another one that I think is probably going to be about like rated R because um, they specifically mentioned that, that that's more mature than what Superman and uh, Batman are going to be. So... I I imagine, at least right now, the the main thing that I that I guess we should or could, you could be concerned about um, is Creature Commandos, the animated series that James wrote. That might be rated R, <laughs> um, but I I mean we'll see. Um, maybe he just felt that like the Suicide Squad was something that would have that for whatever reason peacekeeper to, or yeah um peacemaker who was a character that i guess he felt that way i mean those are definitely like a lot of those characters and i think some of the story threads were probably a lot more like 80s based stuff so who knows maybe that's what happened in those comics as far as their humor and it's like they tried to take those weird gags and stuff um, and he wanted to adapt that into a live action sense, but only time will tell as far as what we get out of it. I, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone else have anything they want to add or say about the, the 10 year, eight, 10 year plan overall? I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm, quite... I'm, uh hesitantly interested <laughs> fair fair i kind of wish they uh wouldn't have done an eight to ten year plan and maybe just like a two to three year plan and just was able to release at least like four or five things yeah, um, let's start small yeah, yeah. just because see we go from there yeah just, exactly kind of like just like feel it out and you know i don't know if you know seeing what audience is like is really the, the thing to do but uh i don't know because there's so many things that i want to see now and i'm like wait an eight to ten year plan but i i know there could be other things in between uh yeah i, like I mean they could do crisis uh, <laughs> infinite crisis final crisis <laughs> They could do uh, death like metal, so dark things. metal. There you go. You know, so many uh, things. And now I'm like, oh, wait, now I have to wait 10 years. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that that's a potential is like, yeah, they have an eight to 10 year plan, but that doesn't mean that we're going to get our crisis level event in eight to 10 years. Um, yeah. But I, I definitely see what you guys mean. And I, I could, yeah, I could definitely understand that concern. But it, it it goes back to how much they're weaving all these stories together. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't have a clear-cut direction on how things need to end up or where things need to go, 
Um, even if it's in a loose sense, like I know phase one uh, or phase one and two and three of, of um, Marvel was all trying to lead up to the Infinity War and not mm-hmm. every director was told, hey, this is all the story beats you have to do. It was kind of more just like, hey, you need to include an Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. However you do it, you just got to include that. Have fun with the story otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know how much they're on everything and all those details, but I, I would still hate to see something where it just feels so out of place or unnecessary. Yeah, and then we're in a situation where it's like, well, there's so much to watch, and and, and what does this have to do with anything? Like, can't yeah. I skip it? Um, there are drawbacks to having a connected universe uh yeah. like marvel's experiencing like every character has to be in everything well yeah now uh, you're beholden to the other things you've written right mm-hmm. yeah so it's like you know there's like a good balance uh of that stuff but you know i just i just want so much i mean brightest day blackest <laughs> night like come on man oh, blackest <laughs> night. yeah dc fans hey. been starving for too long oh my god dude seriously i mean it's fucking the reset took so long to to have happen so it's it's, you know we're we're gonna be like oh we're gonna be almost 40 (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine like kids i remember back in my day you know my time hit 40 they could have a whole like universe like marvel that's crazy to think about like that was a like a renaissance like a movie renaissance when marvel started the yeah like huge phase one and phase two and all those crazy things i think like dc like they looked at that whole marvel thing and they're like i want some of that and part of this has been them trying to create that magic i know (laughs) and they're like maybe if they get a marvel guy we can do it you know i can see their thought process from the outside and being like oh man yeah you can try I, I think that's a, a bit of the extreme on the opposite end of not having end goals for for their properties and just kind of letting people, hey, we have a Shazam movie. Yeah, you can talk about Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and stuff because they, they exist. We already have their movies. But um, we, we don't know how to bring him into a Justice League yet. We, we don't know how to like connect these people. So just make your movie. Have fun with it. Um, yeah, I kind of felt that way where it was yeah, like, like a lot of those like inserting themselves up until the end of like, how do we actually interweave these things? Um, yeah. Which is like the comics. And I think I feel like DC was like, they were like the, the kings and queens of like having these huge ensembles. And that's what I remember growing up knowing that was like the Justice League. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I knew them for. Just funny now that like Marvel kind of has pulled that off a little better. Mm-hmm. At least, like, you know, film, film wise, not comic wise, but like film wise. Yeah, it's yeah, it's unfortunate that like the the starting line for DC is is so far back. But yeah, uh, I guess that's just why like my fingers are crossed and my hope is there. Are crossed, <laughs> my toes are crossed. My butt is yeah. clenched. <laughs> um, my eyes I do are crossed. Want... My yeah. eyes are crossed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I, I want to bring back um, the the fact that the the chapter one is gods and monsters. Mm-hmm. So I think again, like as far as like what we we're talking about with Paradise Lost, gods, 
you know, we can think about that. I, initially, monsters came to creature commandos and swamp thing, um, but we could we could also see like um, you know as far as like what goes into lanterns, you know, monsters may be black uh, the the black ring. Um, maybe we get some necron in there, zombie stuff like I, that could be a potential. Uh, it is a crisis level event, and lanterns find a mystery. Um, could affect Swamp Thing. It, you know, it's it's more speculation, but if we're literally taking gods and monsters as like this chapter with all this content and try to imply, I mean, obviously Superman considered God among people, you know, like, should we fear him? Should we pray to him? Is he a man? Is he a god? Um, Supergirl, similar vein, being Kryptonian and having powers set, um, but maybe she encounters Brainiac or or something like that, um, or dark side, um, could be another thing. So I think like, I, 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 there's so much potential here and not enough information that maybe we will get some of those things that we're hoping for Tyler. Um, and I, all we can do is cross everything. <laughs> yeah. Right now it's all just speculation. Like maybe you can revisit this when there's more like and you know more factual stuff but i think right now yeah we can keep talking about the what ifs and yeah. if they're gonna do this because the and universe is just so large yeah exactly but we're just waiting we're just waiting but i think it's good to to keep it in the back of our heads you know i i don't think yeah. like james gunn would title uh this chapter one arc gods and monsters if there were you know, it had nothing to do with gods and monsters, kind of thing. Or if only <laughs> yeah. like three things had to do with the gods and monsters. Like, I feel like it's it's definitely alluding to to some sort of end goal. Um, but yeah, we don't have enough information to determine what that end goal is going to look like. Um, but yeah, well, I think uh, I think that's it, right? A any other last impressions? Uh, um, I think we are pretty much like, kind of <laughs> yeah, word bonded everything. everything we were thinking. Yeah, good. Yeah, Wait, we well. didn't talk about Superman and Lewis. Oh, God. oh. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, CW stuff that's uh, that's out of my wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> oh God, yeah, but CW. Uh, they're a whole thing. They're all they're just thing. a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, well, there you there you guys have it our impressions of uh of the announcements um you know me and tyler definitely more dc nerds jocelyn are lesser known but familiar um honestly guys tell us what you thought at our twitter at entertain quest uh make sure to follow for all future updates uh we know that we've got a lot of stuff that has been going on uh the month of january and continuing into this month so um Hopefully get some more episodes out to you guys um, in a shorter amount of time than what this one took. Uh, and then we hope that you've been entertained. Catch you on the next quest. <laughs>